This is a HeadGum Podcast. You ready for it? Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Uh, my homies, everybody. You got the music going, you hear it, it's turning down, which means the cast is back. And I'm your boy, I'm your man, I'm the jockey side of the equation. I got a little bit of bad news for y'all, we gonna make it up with some good news, but I got some bad news for y'all. Ray decided I can't take this nigga no more. I don't like Jaquise no more, so I'm quitting. That's not what she said. She is under the weather, but she has graciously said, Jaquise, you can't not do today's episode because today's episode is a special episode. It is a dope episode. We have been building this season. In our opinion, so far, The greatest cast in reality TV show history. We got 11. We got one more slot to fill. Let's go ahead and run down the cast right now before I bring in my guest because it's a special person, y'all. The people on the cast so far. We got Tiffany New York Pollard from Flavor of Love. We got Johnny Bananas from The Challenge. We got Aviva, my cousin is Fran Drescher Drescher from Real Housewives in New York. Shangela from RuPaul's Drag Race, Snooki from Jersey Shore, Tyra Banks from America's Next Top Model, Dan Kiesling from Big Brother, Trishel from Real World Las Vegas. We got the original Karen, Kate Goslin from John and Kate Plus 8. And our latest entries from last episode from Real Housewives of Potomac, Giselle Bryant, Karen Huger. But today, we got the GOAT. We got the challenge man himself. We got the second draft picked of the cast. And he would have been the first, but we had to give it to our black queen, Tiffany New York Pollard. We had to give it to her. We got, from the challenge, 20-plus seasons of it. We got Johnny Bananas on the cast today. What is up, Johnny? Man, this is, uh, I'll tell you what, after hearing that list of the cast, I'm in, I'm in good company. You're in good friend. company, man. You're in good company. Every time, Some... every time we put somebody on the cast, honestly, like, one of the two questions we ask ourselves is... I would love to see Tyra Banks and Johnny Bananas go at it. <laughs> I would do. Oh, I, w- I would do. Yes. That is literally you and Tiffany New York Pollard are like our basis for people who's like, what that TV show going to look like if we got those two with this person on it? It's, it's dope, I mean, man. you know what? No, I don't even think, you know how they always say reality is stranger than fiction. Yeah. I don't think you, me, or the, you know, the brain room could ever come up with uh you know, what would go down if, if me and I mean, half those people were in a house together. Yeah. I mean, you've got, yeah. um, after the list you rattled off, man, you've got some reality television royalty. You got there. some royalty so, uh, here, man. I- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just nice to be a, a, a part of the group. But like, uh, like you said, man, saving the best for yes. last. Yes. Yo, listen, I, uh, I, I, listen, me and Ray started a podcast just on the challenge last year. It kind of parlayed into this. So when I say you've been on my TV for what fifteen plus years, bro, it's been it's pretty dope to have you on. So yeah, well, I appreciate you having me. It means a lot. And 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 what you were saying before about Ray not making it because of you, I honestly think it's because of me. I think she's like 
you know, this bananas character, man. I don't know if I want to uh, support this guy. So I'm just going to pretend like I'm sick and I'm not going to show up. You know up what? Today, so. That could be it. Sorry. That could be it. You know, I was Sorry. trying to save you, man. I was trying to save your feelings, you know. Well, listen, listen, Ray's missing. Our, she's missing a great she's time. She's missing a great right? time. You are, yeah. in my opinion, we always bring wrestling shit onto this show because, you know, I'm a wrestling fan and I force feed it in. You are the Triple H of the challenge. I don't know if you watch the wrestling heel. or not. But you're, you're, oh yeah, you're definitely a heel, but you're the heel that everybody likes to love. You know, everybody loves to hate, you know what I'm saying? Loves like, we don't hate, hate yeah, you because yeah. we hate you. We love to hate you because you're fucking good TV. And then, when you turn around and you play the babyface role sometimes, or even when you're still playing the heel, we're like, oh no, we gonna root for my man. You know? I mean, li- yeah, dude, listen, it's, it's, my, my my persona, if you want to call it yeah. that, has run the gambit over my te- te- reality television career. Yeah. Right? My early days, I was kind. Of, if you if you can believe it, my early days of the challenge, I was actually considered a good guy. Mm-hmm. All right, that was uh, I was on the good guys squad. Um, and then as you know, as time went on, and as my you know time on reality television progressed. I then became arguably one of the most, I mean, hated people ever to be on the show. And like you said, it wasn't a love hate. All right. It was a hate hate. (laughs) And when I look back on some of my early, some of the dark days, I like to call them of the challenge. I get it. Yeah. Um, I was a, you know, 20 something year old, uh, you know, reality television used to be the wild west back in the days. right? Right. Things have changed a lot. Things have calmed down. A lot more than they used to. I mean, it, I mean, back in the day on the on reality TV, and you know, before the advent of social media, and I mean, it, it was it was the wild west. Any anything went, you know. Yeah. Um, but over time, whether it's whether it's me watching myself on television, and you know, kind of tweaking things about myself that I wasn't very fond of, or just like growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 38 now. I mean, I started reality TV when I was 22. Wow. Um, I've, you know, had the luxury of being able to, 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 again, grow up. I, I always say like the movie, the Truman show, I'm like the real life Jim Carrey. I like, love it. And, and I did, I mean, I watched myself, the, the, the good, the bad and the ugly man. And, and I've, you know, been able to share that with everyone else. And, and again, I've been able to kind of learn from my mistakes, but also benefit from, you know, the positive things that I've managed to do. And I've really learned how to grow old, but never grow up. You know yeah. what I mean? And never lose that, what my dad calls my mischievous nature that kind of got me to where I am and almost like parlay that into, into a career. Um, but it's, it's been quite the journey, man. And, um, yeah, and it's just been, a, it's been a pleasure to, uh, to be able to just kind of like, you know, entertain everyone over the years. And, uh, yeah, as the, the, I think the wrestling analogy is, is, is very accurate and it's almost like, there, there really is something to be said about the heel, about the love, the, the person oh, yeah. that you love to oh, hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've, and I've realized in the past, it's like either, either uh, die a hero or live long you enough become to the become villain. a villain. Because eventually, no matter who you are, yeah. you will, you will be villainized. But I've realized that it's almost like I'd almost, in some ways, rather play the villain. Than the good guy. Honestly, those you know are the I mean? best people. I mean, to use wrestling again, uh, some of the greatest wrestlers of all time, besides Hulk Hogan, all racist ass, but some of the like greatest wrestlers of all time <laughs> mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. The Rock and Stone Cold. And they came into the business as baby faces, and people was booing the shit out of them. Like, you're boring. Yeah. And then they turned to heels and was like, oh, these people are funny. They're charismatic. Yep. 
they're letting them shine in a way that they need to shine. And it turned them into like, you know, the top stars in the industry. And that's that's definitely you too, because and same thing, like this past season of the challenge, which you were not on. I was sad to not see you on. It was like the first one in like ten that you weren't yeah, on. Yeah, it's, but I found it's, it's been a it's while. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. But I found myself like and listen, man, I love Leroy. Love uh-huh. Leroy. Leroy. Yeah, I mean, it's my, it's my Leroy dog. is. Yeah. I've loved Leroy. I, I cried the season before when he didn't make it and he started tearing up. I was like, come on, Leroy, yeah. don't do this to me. I know, I know, I And know. then this season I found myself like, all right, Leroy, it's your last season, bro. We hurt. You know? <laughs> like, uh-huh. you find yourself yep. like, and I still rooted for him. I still wanted him to win. But you find yourself going down that, all right, bro, we've been watching you for a minute. We find we got to find things to be annoyed with, and it's just like the nature yeah. of what makes good television, and I fucking love it. I get it, man. I mean, listen, I, one of the reasons besides my my uh, you know needing to just take a, a break mentally, and I didn't want to come into last season being you know public enemy number one times a million, which I usually, which I am always, anyways. Yeah. But Leroy, he's one of the most. Uh, you want to talk about a writer? You want to talk yeah. about like? I mean, he. Would, would 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 hitch his wagon up to me every season knowing the target that that would put on his yeah. back and the liability that being in my alliance and he'd hit sometimes he'd be the only one that had yeah. my back and other people would be like listen your life's going to be a lot easier if you come onto this side because we're going to do anything and everything we can to get rid of bananas yeah. and he was he always stayed loyal but i think in the past, I think his his journey, the road that he had to trek was a little bit more difficult, a lot more difficult uh, since I was there. So I think in a way, like me not being in there last season, um, it really allowed him to kind of like spread his wings. Yeah. And I mean, dude, he played a masterful political game. I mean, it was I've never seen him play so cutthroat ever. Great. He gave n- no fucks who. You know who he screwed over, or or, or, or you know, and that's kind of the way you got to play the yeah. game. And and I think he went out. I I really like was pulling for him to to, to get that first dub. Yeah. But um, doesn't matter, man. I mean, he'll always be. Oh, I mean, he's a legend. He'll he'll always he'll always he's be a, a legend. legend. But um, that, like he yeah. he is he's like a Charles Barkley or a Karl Malone. Like yeah. you don't need a ring to be a legend. You know, like he's no. Hall of Fame for sure. We got we got yeah. a job to do. We got we gonna get to this clip right. before I do this. Before we get to this. I gotta let you know there are there are moments in, in your life that you remember watching on television, and I always dictate oh, yeah. those moments, like the moments that I bring my like my girl in to be like, and she don't give a shit about what I'm watching. We be like, nah, you gotta watch this moment. The Red Wedding was one of those moments. Oh geez, Game of Thrones. Yep. Like she only watched Game of Thrones, but I bought her in. Like, watch this shit. I hit a I hit a GoPro because I knew it was coming. I watched it with my girlfriend, yeah. and I hit a GoPro and filmed her because I just wanted to see what her reaction was going to oh, be. It was it was amazing. amazing. It was amazing. And the second moment in recent memory of that is when you took when you took the money from Sarah. I had to have her come in and be like. This is the greatest fucking moment in challenge history. It was the best fucking... Listen, I know you villainized I mean, for that. I know you villainized for that. I, I guess I'm an asshole because I fucking loved the moment. I mean, I felt sorry for Sarah. We all love Sarah. I mean, you, but you can't... You, they're not mutually they're exclusive, not mutually man. they're not mutually exclusive. You could... You can, and this is what I've always said yes. to everyone is it's like you can appreciate the moment and you whether you loved it or whether you hated it. Okay, whether you thought it was the 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 greatest move ever, or you thought it was the most heartless, awful thing that a person could do to another human yeah. being, 
you have to recognize it for what it was. And that was an incredible, memorable television moment. And I always say this to people, if I had split the money while in the moment, it would have been like, oh man, you've got a heart. Like, this is so great. Like we wouldn't still be talking about it. Not at all. And not at all. And I always say this too. I, the way, the reason why I think I've done so well on the challenge in reality television over the years is because I think as a producer, Mm -hmm. right? My head is, I think as a producer first and then cast members. We said that on this show. Yeah. And I saw when, when, when I saw what the stakes were at the end of that, at the end of that final. And when based on mine and Sarah's prior relationship right. and what had happened in the last season, which a lot of people forget she drew first, she drew blood. first blood. She rewrote the rules of the show. I was just following by uh-huh. the rules that she rewrote. Uh-huh. We won't even get into yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but I saw this moment and I'm like, this has to happen from like, take my, my financial gain, my whatever out of the picture, just for a television moment production, yeah. set that up because they wanted somebody to take advantage of it. My cousin didn't, uh, uh, Devin, uh, didn't. Devin didn't. Yeah. So dude, it's to. like, listen, man, that's what I'm here to do, man. I'm here to make, I'm here to make, uh, make good TV. And I'll tell you what, in the beginning, a lot of people, hated it like i've never gotten more hate oh, it was course. the first time i ever did a post where i got more comments than i did likes yeah. and every one of them i mean they got gnarly dude like some of them were like uh, uh, someone was like don't you come me. down which my i'm street. like whoa <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, yeah let's is this, relax yeah. people this is yeah, tv it's tv but um but that ended like the I challenge found, era too you know like that to yeah. me the challenge has had like i think probably three variations right you have the yeah. when it was truly the real world versus world rules challenge right yep. and then that switched you know and became like just the challenge and you started getting like the fresh meat in there and then after and then it, that went all the way up into that moment which at the time was the biggest prize the first time they had done yep. that you know the winner can take all shit yeah and i equate that season one of the reasons why uh total madness while and which what you what you won was I was like, all right, I love this season, but something is missing is because that first Red Skull shit, everybody took advantage yeah. of it in a way that wasn't fun to watch on television. I know. And it wouldn't have been fun the- to watch on television this first season when the winner can take all and nobody does. Like, that can't happen. Yeah. That can't happen. I- and so that's what I always yeah. say. The fans, I'm like, the fans are getting angry at me, but I'm like, uh, I was doing this for you guys, so in all honesty, you took the money from hey, Sarah. Listen, that's the way I, I take responsibility. Sarah, and, I'm sorry, it was me. And again, and you know what's funny is is like I was saying when I first did it, everyone's visceral reaction was like, "What a horrible person! Yeah. How could yeah. you?" But now that like people have had time to really like let it marinate mm-hmm. and see what a what, what, what a moment it was. Yeah. I mean, I literally just posted. <laughs> Something on my story yesterday where I get fan mail all the time. This and 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 I got a bunch of these eight by twelve glossies of me in different moments. And there was one of me and Sarah in the moment. And I, you know, was playing the Sarah McLaughlin "I Will Remember You" song. And I, and, and and when I tell and I zoomed in on the picture. And when I tell you the amount of messages I got that were like, "You're a dick," but this is it hilarious. Great. It's like people get it now, and they, yeah. they 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 appreciate it for what it was. And that was like you said, a groundbreaking moment and people often ask me they're like do you regret do you regret it i've never and this may be hard to believe i never once for one second regretted the decision i made because like i said we wouldn't still be talking about it it was a moment 
good, bad, or ugly. And, you know, that's, and, and you, you know, you got to do what you got to do, do it, man. man. You got to do it. Well, shit, that was Rivals <laughs> 3. Let's go ahead and go to Rivals 2 because today's clip, as we're getting to it, also involves you because a lot of the best moments in the challenge history involve you, Bananas. I know you know that, but it involves you. And it also involves, in my opinion, two of the other goats of the challenge. First of all, I got to say, I love the I love the uh, bromance you and Wes had your last season. But my man, CT, I love me some fucking CT. You, you three are the goats, and you three fucking went at it in this clip. Let's take a listen to it right now, and then we're going to chop it up about it right after. He always he does it. He always do, goes back to the, the same past. thing. Yeah. That's all you got to go on is your record, Wes. What else do you have to go on? Johnny, what else do you have to go on? Johnny, why you What else do you have to go on? Get out of his face, Johnny. Get out of his face. What else do you have to go on? Johnny, 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 Johnny can give a joke, but he can't take it. And you know what? That's not going to happen on my watch anymore. You mess with Wes, you mess with me. and CT. Can't you guys just let us have our spotlight for 10 seconds? No! No, 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 sitting next to each other just saying, dude, you know that if one of them throws a punch, both of our teams are in now, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Pray for a punch. ticket to the final. I'm really wishing that CT will smack the shit out of someone. You ain't the same you used to be, Johnny. You suck. You are like a bitch. I want him to know that I am here to make his life living hell. And when he goes home, he won't have a paycheck because I'm going to take it. Well, that was quick. Wow, that was that was that was a that was a fact that that happened a lot faster than I that remember. A, yeah, yeah. I bet in a mo- I bet in a moment it felt like an eternity, right? <laughs> 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 this shit is wild, bro. Listen, arguments on reality TV are. Uh, commonplace, right? So after a while, some of them started to get like, all right, whatever. But here's what I, here, I want to paint the picture for everybody. <clears throat> the reason this is a crazy moment is because as 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 big as CT is, right? I mean, like the CT backpack moment with you, the CT DM story, and Wes and Johnny and versus Wes. This CT hadn't won shit yet, <laughs> like up yep. into this season, right? So CT yep. is like this big bad dude who can eat everything, who will punch somebody to Timbuktu, but he hasn't won shit yet, right? And Wes had won something, but even up until this point, you were like 
the most decorated challenge person even in 2013, right? So it's an attempt. It's a dick swinger contest. contest. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly Pretty what much. this is. It's a dick swinger contest between the goat, uh, the, the guy nipping at the heels of the goat who wants that who wants that crown, and the motherfucker that everybody's scared of but hasn't proven anything yet. That's what this, yeah. that's what this yeah, fucking yeah, argument yeah, yeah, was, yeah, right? Yeah, it's crazy dynamic. It's a crazy yeah. dynamic. It's it's so dope. Yeah. I, 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 we could get into it, but fuck it, you're here. There's no better person to talk about it but you. And this happened, what, seven years ago? So you may not even remember yeah. it fully. Yeah, no, I remember. No, I Let's remember talk. it very Let's well, actually. I mean, there was, there was, a, again, there was, a, so there was a lot. This, okay, if you look at, people ask me all the time, they're like, oh my God, do you and Wes, did you really hate each other? When I tell you, the Johnny Banana Wes relationship at that time, if Wes lit himself on fire, mm-hmm. I would not have urinated on him to put him out. That's how much yeah. I despised him. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, like there, there was nobody else. And what's weird is, like, the Wes outside of the show and in the persona he used to play on TV mm-hmm. could not be Any different. more different, yeah, right? I believe that. So coming into that season, um, you know, Wes... He, he, by be, by virtue of being paired up with CT, and it wasn't just me that despised him. Yeah. By virtue of him being paired up with CT, it made him invincible or untouchable, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Because nobody was going to basically go after CT. Wes got it twisted, though. And instead of understanding the position he was in, the reason that he was being saved, and the reason that he didn't have to see eliminations, and the reason that he was doing so well and was, and was kind of like everyone was, was staying away from wasn't because of anything he was doing. It's because of everything that CT was doing. And just, again, that intimidation fact that CT brought to the table. And instead of recognizing that Wes always had this ability to like, he has what I used to call delusions of grandeur. I mean, he still does. And it's like, Wes, this has nothing to do with you, man. He they they referred to themselves that season as like the like the 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 snake charmer and the black widow or something like that. Good lord, Wes. And, and my <laughs> thing, and that's why like he walked around. He'd walk around with his chest puffed out. But it's like Wes, you're basically capitalizing off of CT's yeah. political and social capital. So it has nothing to do with you. And that's where the argument started was between Wes and I. Um, because again, Wes was sitting here publishing as if he'd accomplished something. And it's like, nah, 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 nah. If CT wasn't your partner, you would have been sent home week yeah, one. A minute ago, a minute ago. And that's the thing is it's like when, when you, and that's what used to frustrate me so much is it's like any person that had any, um, that, 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 that was able to just observe reality for what it was, would have seen that. And he was so delusional at the time. So me and him got into it. But then CT almost took it upon himself to then, instead of letting Wes fight his own battle, yeah, he basically had to like step in between us and then, you know, resort to like name calling and yeah, calling yeah. me fat, which was like the weird, that was the weirdest insult ever. None it's of like, y'all yeah, fat. You're fat. And I'm like, all right, CT, you're really good at insulting people. You made Terrell Owens quit a show. Yeah. Uh, you just called me fat, dude. Like. Yeah. I mean, which couldn't be further from like, but, yeah. but that argument, it really did. It got, it, it, it got really hostile, really it quick. Like and, it. um, 
that was and that was like the, that was kind of West still gets made fun of because in that moment, you know, West is like this is when West thought he was like, you know, Bill Gates. And he's like, I own 70 businesses right. and a monster truck and a Porsche. And this all is what, shit. This is like, what he said. This is what he said. He was like, you was like, what have you done, West? And West stood up. I got a BMW. I got a Porsche. I got a monster <laughs> yeah. truck, a house and 30 companies. Yeah. I was like, my man, what drugs yeah. are you selling? Because you ain't making exactly. all that money off the challenge. Lay off the bath salts, West. <laughs> Lord. Um, this man is so, selling premium yeah, dude, cocaine with that money. The other thing is, the other thing is they were already safe at that point, right? Right. right. Because again, because of the, the, the deals that they had worked out and the political, whatever, they knew that they were sitting pretty. So they were already basically in the final, which again, when you have no, when, when you, when, when, when the pressure is off you and then you have no, uh, you know, um, especially when it gets, especially when you're the one team that's made it to the final, you again, get this like air of confidence about you because you're sitting pretty when the whole rest of the house is kind of like nervous and kind of like on edge. Cause it's, and, and they're sweating. So it was almost like, it was almost punching down in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, first of all, it's me arguing against both these guys. CT standing on a table. It's like, uh, buddy, as if you're you're not big enough already. You need to like, you know. And CT was jacked. CT was jacked this season. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. CT, CT actually yeah. got in really great shape this past like season that he just won. But before that, CT yep. had taken on the the dad bod role. Right? The dad bod. So yeah. it was. He took it to a whole new, a whole, whole new, new CT. Yeah. And so it was really, yep. really fucking weird to. Uh, like go back and see Jack CT again, like with yeah. muscles on his neck and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, scary ass dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 so that's the thing is it's like it, it, it was just a frustrating scenario, especially also knowing CT and Wes's past. I right. mean, they, they were hated each other for a reason yeah. too. Hated each, hated each other. I mean, um, what CT did to you in that clip, CT had done to West like three or four times. <laughs> like yeah. just yeah. with the intimidation yeah. factor and getting in his face and, you know, and, and listen, I actually, he's the most frustrating person to argue with too, because it's like, I feel, and, and I think it really is like an Italian thing. Cause this happens in my family as yeah. well. Like my, if, if you know that you've lost an argument, or that you, or that your point is, what you do is instead of arguing the facts, you just start yelling over the other person, just absolutely insane stuff that makes no sense, yeah. and it's almost like, it almost then gets to a who can yell louder and who right. can talk over the other right. one, and that's almost kind of where that argument got to because I don't even know what it, what it even originated from, but it basically just got to like an insult throwing contest, and it's like you know who can, you know. Who can who, who can, can talk, talk the louder? Or the other one. It's just it's he's one of the most frustrating people to argue with because it's like you know it totally throws you off, man. Like it was what like if you saw him and uh, Fessy get into it last mm-hmm. season, that's just classic CT, man. He's he's a guy that like as intimidating as he is physically, getting into a verbal sparring match with him is almost just as bad. Yeah. Cause he um, has that Boston like, yo, what you gonna do? Which <laughs> it's 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 that. But before it gets to that. CT, it's crazy. I don't know if he does it on the spot or if he just banks stuff, but he'll find insecurities or he'll find weird things about people and not say a word about it until you get into an argument with him. And then he'll call, he'll pull stuff out of his ass. That's like so funny, but so insulting. I'll never forget when we did um, X's one. Do you remember Ty? Ty Oh yeah, I remember Ty. All right. So Ty um, had like abnormally small teeth. Uh And CT got into 
an argument with him and started calling him baby teeth. All right. Just that. Or dolphin teeth. It was baby teeth or dolphin teeth. I forgot what. Bro, when I tell you that cut ties so oh, of deep, course it he did. came back the next season with with with, uh, with fake teeth, with, like shit. chiclets. Of course it did. I shit you not. I love it. But nobody else like noticed that. And I'm like, even an argument start calling him baby teeth <laughs> has nothing to do with what you're saying. But then, oh my God, it's, it, he's, dude, the guy's, the, the guy's something he's else, something, man. I but mean, yeah, so that was, that's what's made him. I mean, cause I, you know, back when real world was actually something that we would watch, you know, real world Paris, you know, he was an asshole on that. <laughs> and then yeah. I, people hate, yeah. I actually hated CT until I remember the moment I fucking was like, oh, I fuck with CT is when it was yeah. on the challenge and you may have been on this. I can't remember or not, but it was like an eating challenge and people had to eat and then get spent around and everybody's throwing up and shit. And then CT gets in, eats and just is spinning around like, can we go faster? And I was like, oh. Oh, homie's a dog. <laughs> homie's a dog. So, a dog. I don't know what he, he's. I, I'll tell you what. And I've all, I often said this. What they need to do is like they need to like take his DNA yeah. and make like a like a like an army of super, of soldiers. super soldiers out of it. Because dude, he really is. There's. I mean, there's nothing the guy's not good yeah. at, man. I mean, it's he's he's a uh, he. You know what they they call it in um, in sports? He's a five tool player. I mean, he's there got it go. all, dude. I mean, a lot of people don't know this about him too. He went to school for mechanical engineering. Yeah. He has a degree in mechanical He's engineering. Super so smart. it's like yeah. as much as he comes off sometimes as like a Neanderthal, I mean the guy is the, the, the guy is very smart, yeah. man. And he uses he uses all, all of his tools at his disposal. And that's why, I mean, dealing with arguing with Wes, who's the most delusional human being on planet right. Earth, who's standing behind CT, who is, you know, basically like, you know, fuck Bruce Banner when he's the, the, the green rage monster. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is impossible. Like I can't get a word in edgewise. Neither one of you are making any sense. Yeah. And it's just like frustrating again, because you guys were sitting pretty for the final and we're still sitting here like trying, trying to, make to figure it, so. it out. And I even wrote, I even wrote CT had, uh, Wes had CT in his corner. So he was feeling real comfortable because it's so obvious. Exactly. <laughs> it's so obvious. Yeah, exactly. My man. favorite moment, exactly. my favorite moment, uh, you talked about how you can't get a, a word in edgewise with CT. And this is always my favorite moment in any argument. It's something we'll find out on the other side of the break. We'll be right back, everybody. And we back, we back, we back. What up? This is the cast. We got the homie Johnny Bananas. We are talking Rivals 2, Episode 9. Coming all the way out in 2013. The huge intimidation argument between three goats, CT, Wes, and our guest Johnny Bananas. They were talking all that shit. CT was like, "This is my, this is my partner now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help my partner, right?" And Wes was feeling real comfortable. But then you always got an ace in your back, which is exactly what you pulled out, which was they both died in like two previous finals. Wes had to get carried by Kenny, which was a moment that like people made fun of Wes for a long time until Fessy ass didn't carry uh, Casey last year. And people was like, ha, you know, real challenger. Kenny was carrying Wes. <laughs> and then CT died on the mountain. Uh, and I think it was Iceland or something like that. In Iceland. And yeah, so you bought yeah. that up. You was like, y'all died. I'm a champion. Y'all died. Y'all sucked in the finals. And then, of course, when you know you get hit hard and you have no comeback, the thing CT was like, 
that doesn't matter. <laughs> that's not what we're, that's in the past. That's not what we're talking about. Nah, bro, you've been arguing this whole time. You gonna sit here and take these lumps. <laughs> I know, man. I, I dude, fucking loved it. I loved it. You are as good as your record says yeah. you are. You know what I mean? That's And up until that point, that ended up being CT's first win. First win. Um, and he 100% won that. I mean, by the end of that final, Wes was so uh, like dehydrated and dizzy. Mm-hmm. He started running the wrong way down the path, and CT literally again had to like pick, like carry him to the boat and Shit. like get them on the, on the canoe. That was a fucked up final because love Frank to death. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That whole season was difficult because I almost felt like for the first time ever, I was competing against my partner partner. and not with them. Frank is an amazing competitor. I mean, the guy is super athletic, has gas for days, but he's also just super competitive and which is fine. But when when we're on a team together, it's like, like this is, if we lose, we lose together. If we right. win, we win, win together. together. Right. The problem is when we lose, he would basically make it out like we lost because of me. I did something to make us mm-hmm. lose. Go So going into the final, every checkpoint we came to. I remember the first one we had to do. Have you ever did the thing at um, Cracker Barrel where you have the little oh, golf the, yeah, tees yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. an I- IQ test and you have to get to like one golf yeah. tee? We get there and it was a big version of that it was these like these like tiki yeah. torches with skulls we get there he goes oh my god i got this my grandmother used to play this at cracker barrel all the time <laughs> bananas step back i'm like all right so i'm sitting there watching this we literally spent a damn half hour trying to do that trying thing. to figure this thing out until finally like you know i don't you know got maybe DQ'd we got or some but, shit. yeah so that took forever yeah. then we, we get to the next checkpoint. Now, obviously, CT, is he's like a puzzled whiz. The guy figures that damn cracker barrel thing out in like seven seconds. So they're already ahead of us. Then we get to the next one, which is a math equation. We have to do some math equation. We have to cut the right rope. If we cut the wrong rope, we're penalized. Again, Frank's like, oh my God, I'm a math whiz. I got this. Totally freaks out. Can't figure it out. We ended up just cutting a random rope and it ended up being, there's another half hour. Then we get to the eating portion which I'm a terrible mm-hmm. eater. I will say that right now that eating is my Achilles yeah. heel within 10 minutes of this eating, which, and, and I will say was the worst eating stage on a challenge in the history of shit. the show. The amount of shit we had to eat. We're in the heat of Thailand. There's flies buzzing all over it. We're eating rotten cuttlefish, which is like squid mm-hmm. rancid fish water. Um, durian, which is honestly the, the, it's the word. It's a, it's called cadaver fruit in Thailand. It's it's arguably the most disgusting thing. We had to eat so much of this that by about the second stage, when we were like on the bugs or whatever, Frank is curled up in the fetal <laughs> position on the ground, and I'm trying to like shove, shove this. this shit down. It spent two and a half hours Damn. at this eating stage Oof. where when but again, CT was just I mean shoveling shit down. I mean this guy was is a machine. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that was what was unfortunate was it almost became with me and Frank in that final, instead of us working together as a team and throughout the entire season, 
it was like he was trying to work against me. Like he had something that he had to prove. Yeah. You know what I which mean? Which is weird because um, like the next rival season with you and Sarah, even though the stipulation was somebody can take it all, which I don't think you guys knew until like the final. We didn't know that until the end. That until the we final. didn't know that until right. the end. Yep. But you guys still work together because that's what you gotta. That's what you gotta do, right? And so I will say that I'm 34. And, you know, I play, you know, I play sports, basketball and baseball. So I'm an athletic person, but I have always wanted to do a final. Right. Yeah. Obviously, I don't have that chance. I'm five, eight and I'm not on MTV. <laughs> but so my so my I'm going to do my own version of a final was I did a Tough mutter. Uh Right. Cool. I did yeah. a Tough mutter. Yeah. I trained for it. And I had my group. I was the only person in my group that finished. But there was a lot of shit in there that you can't do alone. Right. You mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't do this. Like, there was one part where we had to get jump in the water and like one person had to jump on this box while the other person was rotating it down. And it's just like these little moments. We ain't we paying for a beer at the end of this shit. We not even playing yeah. for money. Yeah. Right. And I still want to work with people to get it done. It baffles me when teammates like, have a competition with each other that is going to hinder, like, yeah, we want to be better than our, you know, whoever, but it's gonna if it's going to hinder you from losing and winning when yeah. money is yep. on the line, like, I don't yeah. know, maybe people didn't grow up poor, like, you know, like I did, but, <laughs> hey, if right. money on the line, oh, we working together, brother. We working together. Yeah. And I just don't get, I don't even get, like, that common sense doesn't, like, even enter into my brain to not have. Uh, it makes yeah. no fucking sense. It makes no sense. I'm the same... I'm the same way, but again, man, I mean, I, you know, people are wired differently yeah. and, and you know, there's a lot of egos on this show. Oh there yeah. There are a lot and there's gotta be, I mean, people don't make it to where they are and they're, and they're not successful on TV if they aren't, if they don't have some sort of an ego, but the, but the key is, is like, you need to know when to check that at the right. door. You know what right. I mean? And you know, I, and, and again, it's like, they always say that like, you know, if you want to, if you want to test a person's character, you give them power, mm-hmm. right? And you'll see sometimes the people on the challenge, it's like when the second they get, they get a, a, a tiny bit of power, they're just, I mean, they're drunk with I mean, it, you Car-Maria know? Maria is one um, example of that. <laughs> yeah, and listen, I, mean, I fucking yeah. loved Car Maria, her first seasons. Y'all used to fuck with her, and I'd be like, man, leave Car a fine ass alone. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but then these past couple seasons, I was like, all right, Car, you need to take a break. <laughs> I mean, Wes, Wes was the same way. Yeah. That's what I always said about him as well. And, and what's crazy is, like, I'd always be like, Wes, do you actually believe what you're saying? Or is this just like, is this you just putting this out there? And that was the crazy thing is I actually think that he believed. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, what was going on in his Let head. me ask you this then. Like in, in, in this fight, right, and, and, and just in general, right, how much, because you said you approach it like a producer, right? And, and, you know, you know Wes better than I could possibly know him just watching him. But I would assume, like, he also knows how to put on a reality show as well, right? You guys Absolutely. are professionals. Yeah. You've been doing it for a minute. You know what makes good TV. Uh, and I don't know how much MTV steps in and things like that. Uh, but I've actually, I know a little bit. But, like, you know, they mostly let you guys go for a lot of the stuff that we see on TV. Is like the West thing, like where he's always, you know, you're talking to the champion, you're talking to the, like, this is a character, right? This is a character he's playing. But do people really get offended? Do you guys really, like, really, like, get upset with each other knowing, 
Like, this is just, t- we're making good TV. I know you're playing, like, the quote-unquote heel of the moment, right? 100%. And the re- the reason being, well, there's, there's a couple things. There's one, it's like, I've always said this about Wes and I. Outside of the show, like when we when we did reunions or when we, whatever, would run, into, you know, when we kind of cross paths doing whatever events we would do, um, he's, it was like, we, we got along fine. Of course. But- the second those cameras turn on, right? The second you're you're on the show and the second the game the game starts, everybody does almost have like a default um persona or character if you want to call it that they that they play on TV. I always say that like the guy you're talking to right now, if I went on the challenge, I would lose day one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You almost have to put on like a coat of armor and you almost have to um, be a louder, more over the top, more colorful, more in your face version of yourself in order to survive. And it's those two versions of Wes and myself that never got along. It's his, who he is on TV and who I am on TV, always butted heads. Yeah. Um, the difference with him though, and this is how, the, is again, the guy was so delusional. Yeah. The things that he would say and the credit, he'd take credit- Something would happen in the house, right? Someone would get sent in or a vote would go a certain way or whatever. Always somehow took credit for it. It's like, Wes, you had nothing to do with this. But he's, you, you weren't know, even in power. This is politic but, game. He's a politics But that's what he thought, man. And he would always make it sound like, like uh, Rivals 2 is a perfect example yeah. where it's like, Wes, you've done nothing this entire season. Yeah. Every every decision that's been made has been made because of CT's presence. It has nothing to do with right. you. And instead of just accepting that fact and being like, listen, I'm just playing second fiddle or I'm, you know, I'm just basically, uh, you know, capitalizing off of off of who I'm partnered mm-hmm. with. He took all. It was as if he was the one that was like that was like guiding the ship. And that was one of the things that got incredibly frustrating was just how like just delusionally got. And what you have to understand is like, well, as a viewer, you watch the show and you see it as a show. You, you're watching reality TV. You right. watch it for 30 minutes and then you don't see it again for a week and you go about your right. day. For us, we're you're living there. that 24 hours a yeah. day, seven days a week. And after week three, four, five, now they're going for eight, nine, ten weeks. Once you get that deep into the game, and I think the reason why they make the shows as long as they do is because they want you to, they, they want to isolate you and they want that to become your reality, yeah. which is why they limit the phone calls. We get home. We don't have books. We don't have magazines. We don't have a radio. We have no form of entertainment or distraction other than each other and the game and the environment that we're placed right. in. And then it also and, starts to dwindle down week by week, the longer yes, you stay, dude. which makes it even more and isolating. That, and that where and that becomes your reality. Yeah. All right. So what? And you wonder why everyone's like, why is so, why is so and so crying, or why is why are they getting so heated, or why are they getting so fired up? It's because it, it's real, dude. It feels real. Then it's crazy though, because then when you watch it a few months later, you're like, what was I so upset about? Or like people will get so nervous about making a vote, like, oh my god, I can't do this. Like if I do. But then you watch it and you're like, why was yeah, I so... It was everybody made that vote. But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and it is wild because you watch it and, and you definitely... We, we can tell, like as a viewer at least, you can tell like total madness. Y'all was in that damn bunker. 
Uh, and that shit seemed horrible. <laughs> everybody, every, like that season, that season was such a sad season. <laughs> like so much Dude. shit happened that I was just like, oh, God damn. And what made it even worse, what made it even worse, and I think this is why, I think what made the viewing experience worse is people were in quarantine, right? Locked right. down because of COVID right. we while were. it was airing. That's, so it's almost so like I'm it. already cooped up. I'm the pre- Dude, it was like palpable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that wasn't now, COVID thought, for you guys that season. This past season was, no. but, that, but we felt that quarantine. This yeah. was pre-COVID. Yeah. And that's what made it, that's what was so weird about it is it's like, wow, dude. And that's why everyone was like, dude, how's, how's quarantine? How's COVID treating you? I'm like, I just spent eight weeks <laughs> underground, right, bro. all right, in an anti-aircraft missile bunker right. in the Czech Republic in the middle of winter, breathing recycled air and having to wake up every morning and look at Weston Bergman's face. <laughs> this quarantine that we're going through yeah. now for COVID is it's nothing. This is a cakewalk. It's a breeze. Dude, and that was my 20th season. So I had been through a lot, yeah. man. I'd been through the island. I'd been through, you know, some, some really gnarly seasons. Yeah. That... That season just did something to me mentally that it, it was that was a tough one to bounce back yeah. from, man. And and it it was not seeing they call it seasonal affect disorder when you don't see the sunlight for a certain period uh, of time. I had it, dude. It it was it was brutal, man. Like it's it's you know, there's no other way to this. It's just despair. Yeah, and the challenge has changed so much too because you yeah. know as we as we wrap up talking about this clip and we get to the casting process. Uh, the challenge has changed a lot because back in the day when we were when I was the shorty watching it, you know, not everybody had you had some people who were like physical specimens, but you also had some people who, you know, was just there mm-hmm. hanging out. <laughs> right? And that was okay. Yeah. That was what the show was. But now you got yeah. D one fucking players. You like the oh, yeah. weekend, like Devin is is like not a physical specimen, but Devin still can, you know. You see him walking down the street, you ain't going to get in his face and be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he ain't a small dude, you know? So it's such a weird thing, too, because it's, it's like the competition is crazier now. Oh, dude, the competition's on a whole nother level. It's not just the competition, the game. The, the game, game as well has gotten so much more difficult. But here's the other thing, though, dude, and, and I'll say this time and time again, is you'll people often ask me, they're like, dude, what is it? That's made you so successful at the show. And I always say, dude, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not the strongest guy. I'm not the smartest guy. Right. I never have been. What what sets me aside and I think what sets the best players aside is adaptation. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've always said that that if you I mean, you look at nature, dude, it's the same way. It's the it's the animals that have had the ability to adapt to their surroundings are the ones that are able to survive. And the challenge is like that, man, because even though it's like I've done 20 seasons, every season it's like the first one because it's different. Right. The game's different. The cast is different. Yeah. And what they what they do now that they didn't used to do is when you show up to a challenge like back in the day, the rules were laid out day one and they didn't change. You knew exactly what it was, eliminations, the rules, the uh-huh. voting process, whatever. Now, to keep us off, off balance... They'll switch shit Every day's a curveball. Yeah, I always wonder Every, that. Like, do you guys be finding yeah, out shit in no. real time like we do? No, and and we do. And and the thing is, it's like, it's like when they switch it yeah. up, the people that don't, you'll go from one day being on top of a mountain, bro, being in charge in a position of power, having the world by the balls. Mm-hmm. One challenge later, you are on an island by yourself, potentially going into elimination. And if you don't know, if you don't have the ability 
to like process that and figure out how to move forward and to bounce back and adapt to that, you're you're done, you're dude. Done. You're you're absolutely done. Yeah. So before we take this next break and then we get to the casting, I got I got seven challengers so that I just want to ask you one sentence, like sum them up, right? Just sum them up, some one sentence, one short thing, whatever. It could be whatever you want. But there are people who are legends in the challenge, who are infamous, who are, you know, you think of the challenge, you think of them. First person's first, the daddy, you know, TJ Lavin. Uh, the man has been the host. I've been I've been rocking with it since uh, what was his name? Johnny Mosley or this and that. Yeah, since he was up, yeah, but TJ yeah. is a host. Was was give me give me give me give me something about TJ, dude. T- honestly, when I tell you he he practices what he preaches, man. Yeah. And one of the most I mean biggest heart, one of the most selfless dudes I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, we go to these foreign countries. I'll never forget when we when we were in Africa when we were doing um War of the Worlds. He basically within a week like befriended like this whole very like impoverished community oh, there and was like pitching up hitchhikers, giving them rides. This is a dangerous area. Yeah. TJ would drive down the street. He'll, I'll never forget. He showed me a video where he's in the car and he's got he picked up three hitchhikers. They're in the back mm-hmm. and he's recording himself on his phone singing um, Bob Marley. Uh, Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, about a thing. And it's so funny because these three guys are sitting in the back like who? These guys could have been the most dangerous human beings on earth. But TJ picked them up and is singing to them, and they were probably like, all right, this motherfucker is way crazier than we are. Like, we, But, dude, he, like, would go to a grocery store. He told me he went to a grocery store, and he saw a mom there with her daughter and literally goes up to her and goes, fill up your shopping cart, whatever you want. The lady puts one loaf of bread in. He goes, no, 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 fill it up. Dude, he literally had this lady fill up an entire shopping cart a stranger he had never met this person an entire shopping cart full of food and then takes takes her daughter or her son to the toy aisle and is like pick out any toy you want they got like this race car like whatever and just and just to do it man like you know everywhere he goes he makes such a huge impact on that community um and dude like i said i mean one of the most i mean selfless awesome guys you'll ever meet and um I love that. You know, and and dude, and that's the thing, dude. He he he's he's a real one, man. And and he doesn't and I and I love the fact that he does it, but he doesn't do it, you know, it's almost like an anonymous yeah, donation. I didn't know you know? And someone about makes a donation. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. And they don't do it for the clout, they right. don't do it for the recognition. They just do it because they're cause they're good people. So yeah, but I also want to say, suck my ass, yeah, TJ. Suck that ass. Yo, well, TJ, after you get through sucking that ass, you got an eternal invite to the cookout, bro. Eternal <laughs> invite. Hell yeah. Uh Hell yeah. And, and you know, CT just won his fourth one. We talked about CT and West, so we don't have to talk about them, but he just won his fourth one. But before that, the other OG challenge champion who still is Darrell I've been rocking with Darrell since the road rules back in the day so yeah man let's let's hear a little bit about Darrell is he is he a cool homie dude he I mean one of the coolest dudes I ever met I always say this about about like the OG challenge cast members is they're just cut from a different yeah. cloth Hell, um, Derek, Darrell D- Darrell is one of the baddest dudes on the block yeah. but you'd never know it because he is, he's a goofball dude and he's cool as shit. And he's not one of these guys that walks around and puffs his chest out. He'll, he does when he has, I mean, he, you know, w- when push comes to shove, he's not a guy you want to be shoving. Right. Um, but again, man, th- like the version of Darrell that a lot of people know and a lot of people see is like this, you know, golden gloves, like scary box dude, the guy like 
all he wants to do is spend time with his family. Yeah. He, his, his biggest goal, like years ago, we did invasion was to win money and to buy a camper to take his family camping. This was like his, this was his, his like dream. And he, fi- you know, he ended up doing yeah. it. Um, uh, Perennial floater. All right. Darrell will never on a challenge ever make any waves or ever pick a side. And that's just, that's just how he is, man. That's just how he rolls. And that's always been his Uh game. Um, But it's worked out well for him, dude. And uh, you know, there's a reason why the guy, you know, basically won four challenges in a row, man. I mean, he's He's no G he's the real deal. deal. He's the real deal. Um, I love me some Nani. Love me some Nani. I hope one day she get a chance to actually win a final. She got close this. She got close this time. Uh, but Nani is one of those. Nani is, I call her like the challenge princess because she's on every season, almost like you. <laughs> uh, but, and she, she's been in all the good storylines throughout the years. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not as, but Nani always be losing. So hopefully she, she'll win one. But Nani seems like a cool ass person to hang out with too. She is one of my favorite human beings yeah. ever. Um, I mean, me and Nani, our, our friendship goes, I mean, way, way back, yeah. dude. Um, you know, since right after her season of uh, the real world. And we first started talking, me and her, over Twitter DM. All right. And I'll never forget, like, after watching her on the show, because, you know, me and Leroy did a season together. We became fast friends. And then me and Nani just kind of started chatting. And I'll never forget, just like, the Twitter DMs that we used to get in, the conversations that we used to get into were just like so authentic and like real and like deep. And it wasn't like dumb shit. Like, you know, sometimes, especially if like you're kind of like, I don't know, flirting or talking to someone like, you know, it it almost seems like you're playing games. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of gamesmanship there. And it's like, Oh, well they messaged me. Let me wait a little bit before I respond. It was never like that with her. It was always like, You know, if I, if I reached out to her, it'd be like immediate response, but, but she's always been one of the most down to earth, realist human beings I've ever met. And that's why I think she's done so well on the challenge. They always say with the challenge, it's like the people who know their truth, who they are person that, 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 you know, Josh gets a lot of crap for this, but it's like, Josh is authentically who he He is. is, All right. Take it or leave it. Josh is just, he wears his heart on his sleeve and he's he's an emotional guy. He's not hiding it. Josh is as advertised. And Nani is like that in a lot of ways too. And a lot of times Nani will make decisions based on emotion that actually don't really benefit her game, but because, because she doesn't want to upset her friends. Last season was, or I'm sorry, Total Madness was a perfect example. When Jenna had the, had the ability and she was going to go home anyways because of, uh, you know, whatever was going on back home. But Jenna had the ability to leave and to basically give Nani her skull and it would have sent Nani to the end. Nani knew this, but instead she was like, you know what? She's my friend. I don't want to do anything that doesn't make her uncomfortable. And she almost like sacrificed her own, you know, well-being or or, or, or place on the show to, you know, to, 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 to not put her friend in an uncomfortable spot. And that's how she's always been. And listen, Nani hasn't won a challenge, hasn't not won a challenge for, for lack of heart. Because oh, yeah. Acro has more heart than anyone ever met. It's sometimes, especially on the challenge, the worst way to make a decision is be, by being swayed by fear or emotion. And the problem is Nani makes too many decisions, important game decisions based strictly on how she's feeling and not what logically makes yeah. sense. But again, that's what makes her who she is and and that's why she's such an authentic yeah, person. Yeah, fan favorite for sure. Last but not least, uh, this person is... 
in the challenge lore. Uh, they're no longer with us. They're in this clip. This season was one of the last seasons that we got to see them together. Uh, you know, one of the most well-known romances in challenge history, CT and DM. Um, and we don't have to talk about DM if you don't want to talk about DM. No, it's fine. DM, yeah. No, I love lo- DM is DM yeah. is uh, she was she was a special person to watch. Very inspirational. Um, and. You know, one of the you know the challenge has a lot of bright spots as far as competition, but one of the bright spots as far as this is just like a real life story that I can get behind and be happy about. Uh, so yeah, man, talk a little bit about DM. Um, so DM was was one of the first, I think, people on reality TV to really like introduce people or to show people. Um, you know, the real side and, 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 and bring people into this world of, 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 of someone who was, who was fighting against this evil scourge of cancer. Right. Um, and you know, she was, she was so willing to, I'll never forget on the duel when, I mean, I wasn't there, but obviously like, you know, I heard about, I saw it, whatever, when she was going through chemo, and she wanted to come on and it's like she didn't want to hide from it. And dude, you got to realize being a female or a male, whatever, on reality television where you know the ca- the lights are on you, the cameras are on you, you're going to, people are so critical of appearances and that sort of thing. So for someone, especially a female, to not have her hair mm-hmm. and to be so comfortable and willing on national television to... Just put that out yeah. there and almost in, in, in a way to do it, not just to make them not not just for themselves, for their own comfort level, but to try and like almost normalize it and let other people out there know that if whatever you're going through, if you're going through the same thing as me, I want you to know that it is OK. Um, and it's actually beautiful to be able to share this with other people and, and to normalize it and to make people feel uncomfortable. And that's how DM always was, dude. And you want to talk about a fighter, dude. I, I, I'm I'm a I'm a wuss if I get if I like catch a cold yeah. I don't want to get out yeah. of bed. This girl was going through chemotherapy and was still working out and still had the most positive mindset. I've never met a person with with a with a more positive outlook when she was going through so much so, so much like so many difficult times and so many dark days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even up till even up you know to t- till till her last moments. I mean she was still such a fighter and she was still so positive and she was still such an inspiration for everyone. And I always say this about you. you, I feel like when we think about strength and when we think about the people on the show that, 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 that are the strongest people, we always think of it physically, right? We always think of like, Oh, this guy's a beast or this chick, you know, can, you know, beat anyone in a, in a physical competition. True strength is what DM embodied. And that was the ability to not just fight through what she fought through, but to just again keep keep her head in it mentally and and i mean she was an absolute you know just giant you know on the game and in the game and she's one of those people that no matter how much time passes her legacy is 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 always going to live on her birthday's actually you know coming up yeah. um so happy birthday d um but uh she she made an impact on not just the challenge but on but on tv and just on on, on our generation um that i feel like is is going to impact is going to make a huge impact for a very long time and um you know and and i know that 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 she didn't regret 
you know, anything that, that she said or anything that she did, I think she just wishes that she could have done more. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we were all lucky. I was lucky to, 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 to spend the amount of time that I did with her. And, uh, yeah, we miss her every yeah, day. Absolutely. So. Well, definitely, definitely. Uh, that was beautiful. And like, I loved her story and it was, it was very sad when she passed away. And that was also a tragic year. Cause I think Ryan Knight passed away like soon after that. Yeah. Too. It was a pretty yeah. crazy. It was, it was right after she, she passed away like mid November and then he passed away on, um, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it was, it was actually, it was, it, that was it. That was a really, that was a really sad, that was a really sad dark time, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for, thank you for talking about that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, let's take one last break. Let's come back. Let's talk cast. We'll be right back, everybody. Ha ha! What's up, people? We are here. All right, now, me and Ray, me and Ray have been building this cast. This is, we only got one slot left, but, 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 we also have been taking people off the cast, switching people on and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So even though we only got one slot left, doesn't mean that people can't be added to the cast if somebody's going to be taken out. Now, I will say this. There's nobody more qualified to talk about a reality TV show cast than you, Johnny Bananas. There's nobody more qualified to talk about this specific cast than somebody who's on it. But you know, whatever we talk about here, I gotta, I, I'm not stupid. I gotta run by, I gotta run it by Ray on the next episode. But I have a feeling she's gonna agree with us. So let me start us off. Let me start us off by talking about something. First of all, we got you on the cast, right? We also got Trishelle on the cast, who we say she is from the real world, which is so funny to me because she was on both the real world and the challenge. And we have her on the cast for her time on the real world. You were the same. Mm -hmm. We have you on the cast for your time on the challenge. <laughs> um, so even though, you know, Real World Key West was, shit, what, 24 years ago or something like that? Uh, Ooh, oh, not was, 24 uh, years ago. Uh, no, it wasn't 24. Years it was ago. 2000 and, yeah, 2006. Okay. So, I just almost yeah, aged you 10 years, bro. I'm Oof, sorry. I'm sorry. That was, that was a while ago. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. But we got y'all. The only other people in this clip that are, you know, to talk about besides you is Wes and CT. Now, listen, mm -hmm. I fuck with Wes. I fuck with Wes a lot. I like Wes. I like the Wes and CT rivalry. I mean, I like the Wes and Bananas rivalry. I love the Wes and Bananas bromance. I fucking loved it so much. I can't believe, I wish they would have saved y'all going together uh, in elimination for the end because, you know, that would have been perfect TV. But Wes, I Wes mean, was on some yeah, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> he was on. He was. There's no better way to describe it. He was on some dummy. He was dummy, on some man, dummy. He was sure. on some dummy. But with that said, if I think of the greatest challengers in history, Wes is up there, but he's not top two. Top two, Johnny Bananas and CT. CT in this clip shows you why he is feared. Y'all, people were scared of him, and he hadn't won nothing yet. They were just scared because they didn't want to feel a punch. <laughs> you didn't want to yeah. feel a punch, right? And, and it's a punch yeah. that he was never going to throw because, like you said, he's not stupid. He's not going to throw a punch and get sent home. Uh, well, I, I don't know, man. I mean, he, <laughs> Maybe that, not now. I'll tell you what. Uh, not now. Yeah. Uh, not now. <laughs> I, I will tell you, though, back in the day, man, that was a unhinged CT. That's the problem is you never knew. You're like, is this motherfucker going to punch yeah, me? Yeah. Because he didn't He didn't think, dude. Like, he'd just he just see win. red, and it didn't, ma it didn't matter, man. He, he, he cost himself... 
he cost himself a, a, a few times that I think he could have. Uh, he he might have a few more wins under his belt. Had, had you know, for, he was his own he worst was his enemy. Own worst man. enemy. You have great moments. I'm thinking, obviously, the CT banana, the CT bananas elimination. This moment, the taking the money. One of my favorite moments when Jordan tried to get Buck and you sent Jordan as home. Another one of my favorite moments when Devin was like, Johnny, I'm going to go into elimination and I'm going to send you home. And he fucking did it <laughs> from a TV perspective. That was beautiful fucking television. You are, you are involved in like a lot of the big moments. The other person? CT, CT and DM, mm-hmm. the Johnny and CT moment, him winning this past mm-hmm. season, so many fucking moments. I think it is insane to not have a great reality TV show cast without CT in it. That's my take. Yeah. That's where I'm going. I would love to hear what you got to say about this. Listen, man, I've always said the same thing. Um, even when me and CT were at our, I mean, because we used to, hate each other, dude. I mean, there's no other way, there's no other way to describe it. I, for a long time, blamed him for my early dismissal on the Mm -hmm. duel. Uh, And while, you know, in in, in hindsight, while he uh, was instrumental in having me sent in, there was some other people at play too. Um, Some people who I actually am friends with. So, uh, but I harbored a lot of resentment towards him for that. And it, 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 it was, it was reciprocated. I mean, he'll say this to this day, his, his single biggest regret ever on the challenge was on the gauntlet three arguing to send me in as opposed to big easy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by making that decision and I called it at the time, dude, at the time I was like, this is the biggest mistake you're ever going to make because our team on rivals three, I mean, on gauntlet three was so dominant yeah. that we couldn't get rid of people. Cause we couldn't lose. We had to lose on purpose to try yeah, and like, remember you that. know, trim the fat. Yeah. Um, and so it was the first guy's elimination or the first guy's challenge that we lost. And it, and it came down to me and big easy. And I'm like, if you send me home, you're going to be getting rid of, and it, again, CT was running the team. You're going to be getting rid of your biggest asset for your, and by keeping your biggest liability. Mm-hmm. But again, CT was only thinking from like, you know, the, from an emotional perspective and keeping Eric ended up costing them, you know, the final at yep. the end. Um, but uh, you know, it, it took a while, uh, but me and him, you know, kind of just uh, eventually, I mean, we realized that it's like, dude, the, the, the challenge wouldn't be the challenge without either one of us on. And I know every season that I show up when he's on the cast, I'm like, all right, I don't care who else is there. Okay. I don't, I, I've never, and again, CT, a lot of times people get so wrapped up in his physical ability like 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 and 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 his intimidation physically think about the challenge is the 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 majority of what we have to do is not man in the sand hand to hand physical right. it's a lot it's, of this it, it's agility it's mental yeah. it's strategic and the thing about him again i said this before is the guy is he's he's every he's 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 a five tool player man he's he's brilliant dude like he really is he's good with math he's good at puzzles he's 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 he can use he's one of the biggest manipulators he's the most manipulative human being i've ever met in my entire life and that's saying a lot because you are i'm on a, a show because i am bro. as well so um and and again just from an overall standpoint i mean his longevity yeah. his ability to still i love it dude people are like oh man he's creeping up on your wins and it's like Listen, I would rather him than, than, than it's like I at least uh, 
he's we're from the old school, man, and and I would rather have an old guy, one of the old dogs, still running circles around these new guys and still making our impression felt. Yeah. And I'll say this: no matter who you bring on, the cream is always gonna rise to the top, yeah. dude. And um, yeah, and yeah, dude. I mean, he, he brings it all to the table, and he's a, he's a complete television personality. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that uh, yeah, I hate competing. <laughs> well, yeah. shit. On the cast, you won't yeah. have to compete against them because it sounds like it sounds like we both agree CT belongs on this list. There is no Absolutely. MTV reality without a CT being mentioned within the first five that. minutes of a conversation. So yeah. uh, I think he's definitely worthy. Wes, you're gonna have to take another back seat. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> Don't worry, Wes is used. To, Wes is used to it. <laughs> Wes will just His Wes will just say he's not on the cast because you know. Uh, he doesn't want to be. That's what he'll say. He'll he'll put it back yeah, on him, yeah, yeah, and then he'll yeah. drive off in his monster truck and go take care of his 30 yep. companies. <laughs> yep, yep. Yo, let me tell you something, Johnny. Uh, this is dope. I, I'm, in, I'm in the entertainment industry, and, and you know how it is. Listen, there are certain people, I've worked with actors, actresses, producers, and shit like that, and there are certain people that you meet that are actually like, oh, man, this is fucking dope. One of those people for me was Bob Barker. When I met Bob Barker, that shit was Bob dope. Bob Barker. I was on The Price is Legend. Right, and I was like, this is the dopest wow. shit ever. Uh, yeah. and, and talking to you about the challenge, man, I, I the challenge is my reality God show. Uh, and, and having you on, you are literally the challenge. Uh, I hope we see you again. I know we will. Maybe. I don't know. It's your life. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, life. listen, never, ne- never say never. Never say never. Friend. Listen, never I mean, say never. Yo, now you sound like a real wrestler, right? After somebody retires yeah. and you're like, well, never say never. <laughs> I mean, listen, I got, I, I got to make sure. Listen, I, I, I got, I got a, uh, I got a title. I got a title to defend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady just won his seventh, you know, so, you so I'm get like, man, I, got, I can't, I I can't let him. Yeah, I, I gotta. And, yeah, man. And, and and the thing about me is like I don't care what I've accomplished in the past. It's like it. it, it in in my opinion, it's about what it's it's about what it, it lies ahead of yeah. me and what's still out yeah. there and that elusive you know next win. And it's like I'm never I'm never content, dude. I could win twelve and I'd be like, what's next? You yeah. Know? So um, well, man, you gonna bring good TV. And let me tell you something. As long as everybody out all the old, if the OG beats Fessy. I'm loving it because I also have that OG feel because I've been watching since like 2003. So, you know, I like some of the new cats, but like I'm I'm always a yo, man, you got to prove it before you can start talking this shit. Uh, You got to prove it. You got to prove it. And the fact that CT won just made me so damn happy. It was a win for all us people with hurt knees and hurt lower backs, man. And I fucked with it. I agree, man. (laughs) Getting it done for the old guys, you know? For the OGs, man. Yo, this was an honor. This was dope. Bananas, the floor is yours. If there's anything you want our audience to know about, to promote, to talk about, the floor is yours, man. The space is yours. It's all you. Um... Jock, I, I want to say, man, this has been an absolute uh, pleasure. All right. Um, I always love here's the thing. I do a lot of interviews, man. And you can tell, dude, within five seconds of doing an interview, who's doing the interview because it came across their desk or it's because they and, and, and who the people are who are actually fans. And that's the thing is it, for someone like me who's dedicated as much of my life as I have to, to, to talk to someone again who kind of appreciates and understands not just what you see on TV, but everything else that 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 goes into it, and is such a you know student of the game, man. It you know it it, it means a lot to me because, dude, it, without without people like you out there, without our fans, without 
you know, everyone out there that's, 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 you know, doing the work outside of the show to keep the challenge going. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are and the challenge wouldn't be as successful as it was. So yeah, I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for having me on. It's been, it's been, it's been great. I love also seeing people who are really into the game, like getting their perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I'm, you know, you, you get tunnel vision, You're you see a, a, the game in a certain perspective. So it's nice to, you know, to really like break it down and chop it up with somebody else who, who, who again has a, a lot of knowledge on it. Um, I also, while I'm not doing the challenge right now, I'm, you know, on a, on a hiatus, if, if, if you'd call it that, um, the, the, the odds of you never see me again are, are pretty slim. <laughs> so there's a good chance that I will be back one yes, day. Sir. Um, but in the interim, I'm actually, uh, for those of you who don't know, I host a travel show on NBC, yep. uh, uh, first look it's on Saturdays after SNL. We're actually just starting to pick up travel again. Cause as we know, this last year has been a little bit weird. Yeah. So we've got some trips planned. Uh, I'm doing a, an episode with my dad driving up the PCH up the California coast. We're going to make a bunch of stops along the way. Father-son road trip. Then we're going to Chicago. Ah, my hometown. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. All right. We're doing an episode love there, it. man. Yeah. I love it. You gotta, you're going to have to let me know the, uh, the, the spots oh, we're going to have to I stop will, at. I will, for sure. Um, possibly Dubai after that. And then in the fall, uh, Celebrity Sleepover is coming yes, back. Sir. It's the, uh, the, the, the talk show that I host. And I'm actually filming a segment with... Wes Bergman, <laughs> good old fashioned game of truth or dare. So, uh, yeah. So if you want to watch those, those are on NBC Saturday nights after SNL. Uh, and if you want to catch up with me on the, uh, social meds, uh, Instagram, real Johnny bananas, I'm selling a bunch of, uh, amazing, uh, merch on my website. In case you didn't know, um, got some cool summer stuff coming out. We just released some pride merch. Um, and, uh, that'll be available on my website, real Johnny and uh, yeah, Twitter, Johnny Bananas, and join my Facebook page at Johnny Bananas. So I think that's about all I can plug. I'm not on TikTok, so hey. uh, can't keep Me that either, one. so, you know, OGs unite, not on TikTok. It's too much, <laughs> it's too man. fucking too much. much. It's too much. So I can't keep up with the shit I got going yeah, on now. it's too damn much. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yo, this was dope. Also, I just, want, I just want you to know, I know you've heard this. The challenge is the fifth major sport in America, so you know it's picking ste- yeah. it's picking up steam, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy more people are starting to let their challenge freak flags fly. Uh, right, it's fucking me too, making me man. so because a lot for a while people was like in the shadows, and I'm like, nah, man, we let's talk about this shit. I can't tell you how many people I would meet, they'd be like, oh my god, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I watched the this challenge. Great. I'm like, Why are you embarrassed this to admit great. it? That's kind of insulting yeah. to me. That's like saying like I have to be in the closet to watch you, and it's like no, yeah. you don't. It gives you. A- Dude, it's, like, it's reality TV with a little bit of competition. It's the best of every fucking reality TV show world. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm at Jackie's Neal on everything. Ray Sani is RayFizzle87 on Instagram. And I should know her Twitter, but I don't. So forgive me, Ray. I love you. Uh, but yo, tell us what you think. Tell us if you agree. Tell us if you think CT isn't taking his rightful place. That is it. That is all 12 slots. We still got three episodes left to see if people are going to be switched around, moved on the cast. One more time, special shout out. Thank you to the homie Johnny Bananas, who is draft pick number two. I fucking love I like y'all. I love y'all. Until next time, everybody. Peace out. Dope. That was great, man. What is a challenge? The dictionary defines it as a call to take part in a duel, a contest, or a competition, a task, 
that tests someone's abilities. Sometimes we take on challenges that make us better. Sometimes we take on challenges that brings us to our limit. Sometimes we take on challenges simply because we didn't learn our lesson the first 100 times we thought we could save a person or change them for the better. Or maybe if I love them, they will grow up and reach their full potential and stop having a wandering eye and finally commit. Let's be real. Challenges are bullshit. Take the easy route. The finish line is all the same. These are my thoughts. Just what I was feeling at the time. Next time on The Cast, Ray thinks she got away with avoiding Johnny until he surprises her on the next episode. Jackie starts training with Wes to be on Fresh Meat 3000. And Ray and Jackie send Johnny bully Wes. I mean, it's really fun. Why wouldn't we? That was a HeadGum Podcast.